Hi, I'm Laura Giles, your host of Modern Animism Radio. We are living in interesting times, aren't we? Since the coronavirus exploded, it's like we're all uh, really living, I am anyway, in this really extended liminal space. Um, it's kind of a space of in-between. And the natural order is for things to go from order to chaos. And that's what Sherry and I are going to be talking about on today's show. So let's acknowledge our ancestors and the elements. I acknowledge the element of earth and thank you for the firm foundation beneath our feet and the food that sustains us. Help us to remember to keep our footing, to stand firm, and that nature provides. I acknowledge and give gratitude to air that just blew in with the Gemini moon, and thank you for bringing us the whispers of the spirit world and our inner knowing to guide us. I acknowledge the element of fire and give gratitude uh, for the will to power through things in a responsible way so that we don't overpower nature or people. I acknowledge and give gratitude for water. Water is life. It helps us to flow with whatever comes, be flexible, and bounce back. Thank you, water. I acknowledge our plants, animal, mineral, and human ancestors, and thank you for the blessings that are seen and unseen. Thank you to everyone who's tuning in today, uh, sharing us with your peeps, liking and sharing and subscribing our social media posts. That really helps our Google ranking so that others can see us too. And thanks to everyone who has donated. If you'd like to donate too, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com backslash pansociety or on our website at pansociety.net. We're completely supporter-funded, so every dollar helps. So how you doing, Sherry? Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm doing well. How about you? I am feeling the chaos. <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling the discomfort of being in liminal space for so long. Actually, it's not, it's not really chaos. It's just the unknown. And I'm wishing, you know, as much as we don't like chaos, I'm wishing that it would just move in one direction or the other. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. There's, oh, yeah, it's one of those days where you're just like, ah. But, yeah, I wish, I, I don't mind chaos every now and then because it shakes things up, but... Right now, mm-hmm. it feels like shaking, 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 and then, you know, I'm waiting for it to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of, you know, with this whole, oh, well, here's how I've perceived it. I'm not in New York. I'm not in one of these places where it is chaotic, you know, because it's not the same everywhere. But it's it's like, you know, oh, Corona's coming, Corona's coming. It's like the big bad wolf is coming. What, you know, hang out, hang out. And then nothing happens. And you're you're not sure. It's like, okay, is it okay to exhale? When can I exhale? And every time you, I don't really watch the news, but every time you tune into something, then it gets like, well, this is canceled, and that's canceled, and that's canceled, and it's like you just can't exhale. Mhm. Especially when it's so far in advance, too. Like I have things yeah. that are June, July, August that are canceled, and I'm like, uh, and that's like my on my radar of, are we really going this far? Like, is this is the whole year gone? Like, I don't right. understand. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I like liminal space, um, but the beauty of it is is it, it tends to be super short. Dawn, you know, you watch the sunset or, or the sunrise, and it's over in a minute. You know, and next thing you know, now it's the day. The transition is very, very short. But, you know, as you walk into a door, the, the, the door uh, frame, you know, super short. You keep it moving. This is like forever. Right. <laughs> you know, the yeah. equinoxes, the solstices, they just, it's over. It's super quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and it, I don't know. It's like, well, I don't know, because we just had new moon. Um, 
it's uh and then we have Venus retrograde, like <laughs> Yeah. A lot going on. A lot right. going on. Never ending. Mhm. Which is cool. I mean the cool thing about it is it's always changing. But the fact that it's I, I I'm I'm like feeling like I want to push the pendulum and it's like just go <laughs> you know. Get back in the cycle of life and keep it moving. It just doesn't feel like it's moving. No, not at all. And I, I'm concerned for people that are uh, that don't do well in in this time. Like they sure. uh, are collectors, or they don't um, like they don't move anyway. So now this is like added yeah. to, to that, and they have no escape, no um, outlet or anything like that. So it's just piling, piling, piling on them. Yeah. Or people who are control freaks. I think that's kind of the same thing. You know, when you have to control everything and you have no control, that must be really awful. Or or if the energy's not moving and you have... So to your point, I have some clients who are collectors. Mm. And it's really hard for them right now because if if you're choosing not to go out, which most of people are, thank goodness, then you're stuck with your stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I call into water. It's like, hey, man, help us keep this moving. <laughs> that could be really uncomfortable, though, if you're not used to looking at that and you have nowhere to go to escape. Right. Especially and when you say stuff, I'm imagining physical and um, emotional. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah. so important um, to do the moon circle because every new moon I'm looking at my stuff, you know, and if you keep an inventory of what you got going on, then it doesn't have to pile up. And at least you know it's there whether you choose to do anything with it or not. Right. I mean, for, that's a great one for me is the moon circle. Um, I love um, – I didn't realize how important that is, um, especially uh-huh. – uh, and I'll, I'm going to share mine because it's, it's mine and my personal, so I don't mind sharing it. Um, I think for me, um, for the moon circle that uh, we recently did, um, it was emotional for me because I did let stuff sit and um, fester in me because I didn't do what's authentic to me um, because there was a situation Mm -hmm. where I should have absolutely spoken up for myself because um, I don't know how much information to give, but uh, like I'd made a, a deal with somebody, I was going to do something, and I did my part. And then when I came back and said, "Hey, I did mine. Here's yours," and they're like, "Oh no, I changed my mind." And I was out monetarily, like, and and it wasn't about the money, but it was the fact that I went through all of this. And of course, there was money, but you made your problem my problem. Yeah. And instead of just saying, "Hey, I need you to just give me the money. Here's the stuff," and then I'm done with this, I was like, "All right, fine. It is what it is. I'll." And so I had to you know, take care of that on my own. I was just so frustrated. And then I let it fester in me. And so instead of saying something, um, it became an outburst in a different way on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, and it, it was just one of those ugly situations. And I don't want to be in that space. Like, I don't want that side of me, especially because it wasn't that person. Like, it was my sister that I got snippy with. Mm. And she wasn't the one that was did anything. She just happened to be there yeah. when I, my, you know, I, I blew up, and I was just like, ah, and I feel bad yeah. because. Yeah, I know that hurts your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, and I should have taken care of it 
at that moment instead of letting it collect and, and be emotional baggage for me. Yeah. we So we haven't had our moon circle in a minute because of corona, and, you know, you can't see people, and it's like, oh, can we do that virtually? I don't know. And so we finally just did it, and I, I think the drought for me and not having one for a while, it was – I mean, I was just like, wow, how, how I really need to do this because I think you do need to – it's like the moon itself, you know. It it moves from order to chaos. It's full and then it's empty and it's full and it's empty. And if we're not emptying and if we're not going down into our dirt and looking at it, then how is it ever going to empty? I mean, I think that's what chaos is all about. It's about getting to that nasty stuff that we never look at and bringing it to the, to the, into the light and doing something with it so that things can transform. I like – change is good, but I love transformation. I want to be the – what? who, let's see, who? what transforms? Phoenix or I don't know, whatever animal it is that, that transforms like that. I want to be that dude over and over and over again. I don't want to be – I mean, and this is just my energy. I'm not saying anybody else has to do this. But if if I were to go through life – the same as I was when I came in, I would be hugely disappointed in myself. It's like going to a reunion, 20-year reunion, and be like, oh, my God, you're exactly the same. That would be the worst compliment or co- comment to me. I'd be like, oh, God, I, that's the last thing I want to hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see that. Like, I mean, I know there are those people that are very okay in the same space, the same form, the same – you know, tightly, whatever, like they've never changed. It's never, um, and I, I can respect that um, as long as they're okay with it and, like, they understand that that's what it is because it's one of those things, like, you never want to get later in life and be like, oh, I could have, should have. Yeah, right. Something or become something or tried something. Um, like, and I, I never want to be in that space either. That's why I'm kind of like, yeah, let's do this and let's, you know, try new things, learn new things or, okay, I'm done with this, yeah. I'm moving on. Like, Right. I'm okay with this for myself. Well, I'm a fan of order, too, so don't get me wrong, because I get anxious if stuff is not straight or in the process of becoming straight. So I'm not saying let's just blow this thing up, (laughs) but when it happens, I I understand it. I get it. I see where it's going, and I, I, I... it, now I'm talking like it's hypothetical, but when it's happening, it's not that easy. <laughs> so, you know, it is hard, it's especially when you're like in a wave and it's like you're tumbling head over heels, and you just like, but I don't even know which way is up. That's really, really hard. Um, but I get it, and and I hope that understanding, you know, believing, trusting that this is going to a new place, a better place, a cleaner place, and this is leading to transformation makes it easier. Oh, I love that thought. That's great imagery. Yeah. To me, it's kind of like the ugly duckling. You know, this poor little guy, He's, you know, nobody appreciates him. He thinks he's ugly, and then he finds out he's a swan. <laughs> and he doesn't even see it. So I guess his 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 uh, chaos wasn't um, too bad because he didn't even know it was happening, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I always try to keep in mind um, how – because I sovereignty is always on my mind, always on my heart. Because I always and and to the point sometimes it's probably maybe neurotic where I'm always worried about affecting somebody else. I am too pathological so about like, it. Yeah, and it's it's gotten it's kind of funny because it's magnified 
um, because we are still kind of sort of in a modified shelter in place. Um, my mm-hmm. husband's been working at home, um, <laughs> so we're sharing space. And my sister's here with us, too. Um, but my husband is definitely one of those people, um, you know, he was in the military, so he's very ordered, things have a place, it has to be clean, he's minimalist. Um, me, not so much. Um, I'm not dirty, but it's just like if I'm working on a project, I have no problem leaving it there until I'm finished. Yeah. Um, whereas, whereas he's one of those people that can just, like, pick it all up, clean it up, and then pull it back out the next day when he's working on it. I'm like, and I don't understand that. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and we're in this shared space 24-7 now, and so mm-hmm. – um, trying to hide that from me, like, uh, it's kind of amplified, like, being here has amplified our tendencies, and, um, but I, it, it can be infectious, too, because, like you were saying, you get anxious when things aren't in order, um, yeah. I can, mm-hmm. I, I notice that he's like that, too, and I think he's trying very hard not to say something, um, but it's, I could feel it, like, I can feel his, you know, it bothering him, um, when my stuff is in the way or he perceives it as being in the way or whatever, or like there's no organization here. Uh, and it's it, reverse. I could feel it. Um, or when he's like looking, like I feel like he's judging me or, mm-hmm. um, or like I'll panic if I have something out and I feel like he's going to come and just like put it all in a bag and throw it away. Um, mm. Not He's never done that. He's, I, I can't imagine he would, but I think that's what, like, it's it just, it gets infectious. Like, it just starts snowballing from there if we're not careful yeah. and mindful of what space we're taking up and how we're filling it and then also our communication about it. Well, that's kind of why I love the simplicity of our guidelines in Pan Society. It's sovereignty, connection, and oneness. That's it. You know, and then there's all these other things like the elements and the, archetypes and the, you know, the order and the chaos that kind of give it bones or a structure, like how well, how does it show up in my life? But I think if if each person does that, then we don't step on each other and we do have more compassion for each other and it makes it easier to live together because people are different. Absolutely, absolutely. But you're right. I think having those guidelines, um, it's helped me tremendously because, um, well, for the most part, like if they're if it's ordered, right? Um, if I can visually or if I can sense and see how you are functioning and how yeah. you would react, things, right, with archetype or whatever um, personality, I can work with this. I can work with right. what I can and what I can't. If you are chaotic, you don't have yeah. a sovereignty, you don't <laughs> have any of that. I I have no idea what to do. I yeah. Uh, then you put me in chaos because I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to respond. I don't know what will encourage you or distract, discourage you or distract you or whatever. Like, I don't know how to function around that. Totally agree. Just had that situation um, with somebody, and I'm trying to be chill. I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to stay connected because it's, it's important. And, you know, I care as, as a human being, if, if nothing else, you know. And I'm just, I have no guidelines here. I got nothing, chaos, you know, and I'm not trying to push and I'm not not trying to take over, not trying to be controlling. And and there was just, in my mind, I'm sure in the other person's mind, it, this was not true. But in my mind, there was no structure, no flow, no, I, I just couldn't understand it. And then once I did, it was just like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> 
it was cool. It, it wasn't it wasn't the, the problem that it was for me before, because I think I think you're right. You do have to have some kind of something to hold on to. I think that's why awakenings are so hard. For for me, just talking from my experience, whenever that's happened to me, it's like everything that you ever knew is blown apart and you don't have any structure, nothing to hold on to, and you're just like free-falling, not knowing how long it's going to last, and it's just like, oh, my God, it's the most horrifying experience and also the most exhilarating because you don't have those boundaries. But I think it's human nature to then – start grasping for definitions and guidelines and rules and, you know, to create that structure because we, we can't just free fall forever, you know? Right, right. Well, that's why I yeah. like the idea of community. Like, if, if you have a strong, like, tight-knit group or a strong, tight-knit community, when people are in a chaos stage or when they're in a transformative stage or, or whatever – everybody can rally around or pick up the pieces. Like in a family, for example, yeah. if mm-hmm. um, someone is having, and, and and this is like highly functional, everybody's respectful of boundaries, everybody has, you know, their sovereignty, their oneness, the connection. Um, if someone is having a moment or having something happen or going through a trauma or something, everybody else can rally around, pick up the pieces, and continue. Like the whole yeah system doesn't fall apart you know exactly yeah yeah well then i think too even if you are alone then you look for the things that are not in chaos i mean i just said you know when you're in a awakening everything seems to be but they're you know go to the basics go go look at the elements i mean if you're looking at and this is theoretical because i don't i don't know if i can come up with a real example but if you look at the wheel of life then you have the elements and if you move one so that it's expanded, you still have to, at some point it has to add up to 100%. So if air is at 80%, then the rest of the 20 is going to be the other three elements. So look what is stable and, and roll with that. You know, if, you, if you're water, so if your emotions are way out of control, then, I mean, the balance of that is earth. You know, maybe your earth is not so great, but then you go to something else. What, how's your air? How's your fire? Work with that. You got something to work with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and and that's just self awareness. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. It's just having that and knowing. I mean, I know we can't be there all the time, personally. Um, but yeah, if if we can just recognize that and and be aware, so that we can be aware for everybody else as as well. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to, me, I don't want to bring my chaos into anybody else's space, and not if I can help it. Right. That's one of those, um, oh, I think about that too, like uh, when you're doing group things. Because um, uh, I, I can feel, and I don't know you do too, where if somebody's coming into a group situation and they're not in a good space, like um, um, not necessarily like, a one-off but like consistently like they just don't Mm -hmm. have it like they don't have order in their life they don't have um structure or anything like something something is just constantly off and then they kind of ooze that out onto everybody else and they're not even aware that they're doing it yeah Um, Yeah. and it just it affects everybody and affects you know how everything's working and operating and or and it changes it to not operating and not functioning yeah Uh, yeah and i you know and trying to deal with that and then trying to 
especially if you're a facilitator for a group, it's really awful because everybody is there for a reason. Yep. And you, when you're trying to hold that space for everybody else and make sure everything's working and then, it's you know, you just have that one person and, you you know, it's hard. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. And I think that's why sovereignty's first, you know, and some days you can't take care of yourself. But as much as possible, I think if you create your own container, then you come to whatever group situations or work situation or life um, better able to move and, and contribute. Because if you're chaotic, then, you know, somebody needs to take care of you. And everybody can't be caretakers at the same time, especially if we're falling apart ourselves. Right. You know, it's funny. I've I've kind of seen the opposite, too, like where you have um, people that are just in a great space, like, all the time. It's just, it's um, like they're in that uh, that new phase and everything's amazing. And, you know, they're beaming. They're just, they have this great energy. And then you have um, the people that aren't. They're they're in a, a chaos stage. And they it's it, it creates this weird dynamic because they hate that. Like, not the person hates that, but it's just, it, it amplifies whatever they're going through negatively because mm-hmm. they just have an issue yeah. with the person. Like, why are you so happy? Why do you, why, what's so great about what you, what's so great about your life? <laughs> and so it kind of amplifies their stuff because they're not checking in and they're not dealing with their stuff. Like they're just letting all this baggage collect. Again, back to the moon circle. That's what it's there for. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a moon circle and somebody has said something and I'm like, I feel that. <laughs> you know, it's like we hold mirrors up for each other. But if you're if you're not looking for it and you're not aware, then it can feel like a knife. You know, but if you're in a safe space, then it becomes like a way, like an enlightenment. Like, oh, yeah, I see that, you know. So I, I see the moon circle as a gift. Really, I mean, it's such an opportunity to do such great work for yourself that that you really I don't I don't know in modern society where else you're going to get that because we don't really hold space in a group setting, you know. And it's it's kind of safe because it's like time limited, you know. It's not like you're going to be held hostage and have to sit with all your feelings, you know. It's going to be like okay, we're going to do this for a little bit of a minute, stick your toe in, you can go home, and nobody has to see what what the outcome is. You know, you're still safe. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I absolutely, I think everybody, if you can, go to a moon circle. I think that, um, because as phases of the moon, you know, we all, we yeah. go through phases ourselves. So, of course. And then there's people that have that experience. They've been there. They know it. They're cool with it. You do you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing, that's fine. That's, you know. Um, and I think it also creates, um like unspoken order, like the things just naturally yeah. shift and happen in them. And I love that. Like I love that ebb yeah. and flow uh, yeah. that happens. Yeah, because I think one of the things that I've seen over and over in Moon Circle is when somebody comes in and they're chaotic and you give them a space to be seen and you just witness and create that container, then they do become more ordered. And I think that's just nature. You know, it's just nature doing what nature does. You just have to get out of the way. And so so often we just get so scared that we try to control things and then it can't self-correct. Right. 
I mean, I like control. Don't get me wrong. I used to be a real bad control freak. <laughs> but, you know, you got to learn to let go sometimes. Everything has a season. It is not the season for control. <laughs> right. And you have to know when you're not in control. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's you're, you're not driving the bus. And if you're trying to drive from the back seat, then that's a really painful place to be. Mm. Oh, I can imagine. I think I had... I have the opposite. Well, it's it's shifting now for me. Like I, I could definitely see the shift because before, um, I used to be all like, "Ooh, go with the wind, no rules, so <laughs> you know, whatever will be will be," you know. And um, but I never took, um, like I never really led or uh, and it, and it's okay. Like you know, if you never want to be a leader, if you never want to do. Um, be in charge that's you know I can respect that Uh, but doing moon circles and um, being around other people and then seeing shifts with people too I'm much more comfortable being in charge if I have to be or you know or if I want if I want something I'm like yeah let's okay let's do this and I will lead you guys and this will be great like I'm it, it has definitely put me in a more structured place and um, that's my shift. That's my transformation. That's my, you know, and it was a natural thing. Like, I, it wasn't I sat down and focused on it. It just naturally started to happen as I recognized other things in me and were letting things go, like, um, you know. Super and I think that's period. a perfect, yeah, I think that's a perfect example of being in the flow because I see some people who um, think they need to be the leader because of the status or, you know, something like that, and they really aren't prepared to lead yet for whatever reason. Maybe they don't have the experience or they don't have the right personality type or whatever, and it's a disaster. And I think if you go with the flow and just let it be what it is, then everything moves in its own time. Mm -hmm, I, I have such a trust in the universe. I don't feel like I have to make stuff happen. I generally don't manifest anything because I trust. This is exactly where I need to be. Everything that I need is right here. And when I no longer need it, it'll move out of my life. Because I used to plan everything. I, w- I want to do this, 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 you know, I always got plans. And I still have plans, but it's it's not like I'm I'm not attached to them now. Right. They're more like guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I And right, because you have to be kind of open for things to happen too. Like you can't force it's kind of um, like if you're traveling or whatever. Like I used to be really bad for this. Like if I traveled, like I would plan it to the minute so that I can maximize my time there. And then I've done that too. You know, I was missing so many things, or I, you yeah. know, or the people that were traveling with me were exhausted and they were going to mutiny against me. Like it was just, yeah. <laughs> you know. And now I'm like, okay, so I definitely want to do this, this, and this. But you know, also if whatever happens, happens. That's awesome. Like we'll, you know, right. we'll do yeah. That. Yeah, I like yeah. to leave space for accidents and meandering and meeting cool people, you know. Mm-hmm. You never know what life's going to bring you. you got to have space, though, for it to happen. Right. But, uh, yeah, so when you were talking earlier about the um, personality for leading, because I, I was thinking about, like, leaders and stuff, um, if you're not, and um, and this is for people following those leaders as well, like, if you're not sure where you are in your path your space your transformation or whatever um it could lead you down to be susceptible for people like bad leaders and then you don't recognize yeah. that they are being a bad leader like you yeah. don't see 
their stuff, and then it, it once again it's oozing, you know, negative or things that you don't want, things you don't need or aren't ready for in your life. Yeah, I've seen horror stories. I've heard horror stories about really sketchy things that have happened from leaders. And, you know, you expect somebody to be professional, polite, and and have good boundaries, and that's not always true. And I think if, if you're in a situation where that's happening, you need to be sovereign enough to be like, okay, I'm out of here, rather than be like, oh, well, this person has what I need. I mean, whatever. You can do you, do whatever you want. Everything has a cost. Um, but I think if, if the situation is not healthy, then maybe the cost is too high. Because yeah, it's sure. it, it's hard being a leader. I have four dogs, and when I had only one, he had to be it because I didn't have anybody else. He's a livestock guardian dog, so it's his job to patrol the area, make sure there's no predators, keep everybody safe. That's a big job. And then when we got the second dog, he just he relinquished leadership. He's like, okay, you're the alpha now. There was no fight or anything. He's like, this is not me. This is not my role. She took over. She was really, really good at it. Then we got the third dog, and this dog is, like, super aggressive. She's super alpha, and they had to fight for it. And I thought she actually almost killed her. She went for her throat. Yeah, she was an inch from her jugular. Had she been any closer, she would have killed her. It was crazy. So... It's a lot, a lot of responsibility for people, for dogs, whatever. And I think if if you are not a strong leader, I mean, there's so many stories, you know, the myths and stuff about if you're not a strong leader, the whole kingdom falls. I think it's true. And you need to know where you are. Are you, you know, where are you in the pecking order? If you're not a leader, sit down. Um, I don't prefer to be the leader. If there's a strong leader, I'm I'm sitting back, I'm cruising, because I know how hard it is. I don't want that job. I don't want that work. But if there's not somebody that I respect up there, then I'm just like, you know, as, as gently as I can, can 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 I help? <laughs> can I help you, please? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't mind being supported at all. Like, it, it, it really depends. And I always, it's um, a little bit of pop culture here, but, um, like, I always think about apocalypse or end of world, who's on my team or, zombie, you know, zombie apocalypse, whatever. Who is on my team? Like, you, you have... You know, you want a good leader. Yeah. You want you want stable people that are, are in there. Because, you know, there's always going to be that chaos person. Yep. And you don't want that, cause especially if it's life or death, right? Mm-hmm. And then what is the support team? What is What does everybody look like? Who? What space is everybody in? Like when you are, you know, are you in a, who are you in that group? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you think you're going to be this? And I know sometimes I'm probably the chaos factor. <laughs> It is a gift. So in many cultures, the outliers, whatever that is, the handicapped person, the homosexual person, the mentally ill person, the whatever, the person that's not within the bell curve is considered like a divine gift. And I totally agree with that. So if that's the person that's bringing the chaos, 
and that chaos is cleansing and it's going to burn down the old structure and start up something new, that's going to hurt probably, but it's probably the energy that you need because, you know, if you follow the energy, at, at some point control and order becomes corrupt. And it it's like people ask me this all the time. Does Pan Society have a book? Because they're looking for rules. They're looking for guidelines. Do this, do that. They want to be told what to do. They want to know what right and wrong is. They want a Bible. And I'm like, no, we don't. And they can't wrap their head around that. And it's because of that whole order becoming corrupt and it becoming too much and, and controlling and crushing. And, you know, at some point it'll it'll crush your spirit. And so you've got to have that chaotic, free-spirited, you know, let's change things up energy or else the thing dies or it becomes corrupt. Right. So I like um, wild cards. <laughs> I like a little chaos. Not too much chaos, but, you know, because we can't handle too much. <laughs> you wipe us all, all out. <laughs> yeah, I think things just need to be in balance, you know, and understand where you are in the cycle. If it's um, June and we're having a snowstorm, then that's not good. <laughs> Right. Yeah, if things are in the, in the proper cycle, then it'll pass. It'll be all okay. You know, we're all good. Right. Trusting in the universe and yep. You know, yep. All the good things. You know, it'll be what it'll be, and it's there for a reason. And that's why too. Um, I think if people develop their skills and know what their skills are and be confident in their skills whatever those skills are in, then you can never be but too chaotic. Because I'm not going to say names because I don't have permission to share this story, but you and I both know somebody who lost everything in a flood. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the whole village was wiped out in a flood, had nothing but the clothes on their back, didn't know if each other had survived, scrounged around in the mud to find each other. You know, and and had to rebuild from that. That's unimaginable to me. Whole town wiped out. Lost everything. You know, all you have is your your mind, the clothes on your back, your life, your family. And this person and his family has rebuilt and is much stronger for that. And while I would not wish that on anybody and I don't want it for myself, if if you know that you have that within you, then you know you can you can stand some chaos. It'll be okay. For sure. And I think it makes us stronger. Again, not that I want that. <laughs> I don't want to be tested like that. But it'll be okay. <laughs> no, I think that's an excellent point. Is yeah, being sure who you are, what your skills are, making sure you're sharpening that, and you know. Um, and, and not saying that you have to stay within your uh, natural talents, because it's always nice to branch out and try new things. But it, it is sure. their strength in knowing what what it is, where you're strong, where yeah. you're, you know. Because if if you're not a farmer, like if you don't grow things and you absolutely hate it, when it comes down to it, is that the job you want? Like, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. what you're pursuing. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're not sovereign. If you're dependent, so I, I know some people that's just your role in life, you know, maybe you're handicapped or mentally ill or whatever, and you depend on other people. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about children. But if you're an adult, an able-bodied adult, and you're choosing to not embrace your sovereignty, then you're handicapping yourself. 
I mean, nature helps those that help themselves. You know, these this family that I'm talking about didn't get out of that flood by sitting there and crying. You know, they had to help themselves. And the story of that recovery it was grueling. It was one of the saddest things I've ever heard before. Mm-hmm. I felt as you were retelling it, I was just like imagining that person telling us again. Like it was uh, so sad. Mm-hmm. And I admire that so much, so much, because. He, he. I mean, I'm sure there are days when he was just like, you know, I can't do this. I, let, I just want to give up. And to stand here today on the other side of that is, is I just have, have so much admiration for that. And we're all going to get to the other side because life cycles. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not feeling like, oh, I don't want to do this thing, I, I'm just like, you know, everything ends. Everything ends. And this will too. Just keep keep breathing, keep walking, and this you'll get through this too. Right. Oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go there. I know it's kind of heavy. <laughs> but you know, Corona is heavy for a lot of people. It's it's such a strange time we're in. It is. Um, I'm I, and I'm trying to see it from as many perspectives as possible. Like, I, I understand my privilege. I understand I'm in a, a situation where I don't see a lot of things and I don't experience a lot of things or things that a lot of people, the way that a lot of people are. But also, um, I mean, I've been in crazy situations too where, you know, um, like, you know, when we lived in Guam and we had the super typhoon and um, – yeah like trying to figure that out or I, I have lived in, you know, Mexico and we've had situations where, you know, you didn't have power for however long and the water doesn't run the same as it does here. So sometimes you just don't get water. <laughs> like it's, um, mm. Learning, learning to be comfortable in those situations yeah. and, or yeah. just accepting them for what they are and, and moving on and trying to figure out a workaround. Yeah. People are so adaptable. They think, you know, Oh my God, I, I'm not going to be able to live without toilet paper. You really can. <laughs> you really right. can. We're the only country that's having an issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to the third world in the USA. Uh, I went to a Native American reservation. And I've, I've been all over the world, all kinds of poverty, and I've never seen poverty like that up close. And after the initial shock, you know, you get used to it. It's just like, okay, this is how we're rolling now. Um, And it was one of the most humbling and growth-producing experiences of my life because it helps you to get closer to nature and to see what really matters in life and to see the cycles and to see the everything, everything. It's because it's just so raw. And the things that we care about just really aren't that important. Mm. I mean, I think that can happen anywhere where you're that close to nature and you're not. We have so many ways that we create order and comfort in our lives that we are removed from nature. I mean, we live in climate-controlled buildings, and I'm not criticizing. Trust me, I like my climate control. <laughs> I like my comfort. But, you know, when you're inside and there's no wind and there's no discomfort, and you're not like an animal. You're not like a tree. You're not like nature. Mm-hmm. You, we're not all that natural. <laughs> it's 
it's easy to take that for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to go outside often enough that being in the that I I don't want to be so um, acclimated to comfort that I can't deal with discomfort because I, I feel like that makes me less natural. And you can call me a freak. You can say that's not for me. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I agree with that one. Like I want to be able to go outside in the snow and just mm-hmm. be happy in the snow. And if I'm too cold to do it, then I can't be out there. So. You know, I'm going to figure out a way. Remember when we went to Canada? It was so cold. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It was so cold. And I, I'm i so glad that we did it because that was the best time ever. And if I had mm-hmm. been so dainty that I couldn't have dealt with it, I would have missed out on that. Right. And I live in, you know, Alabama. And you know, it's hot here. I'm not, and I prefer hot. I prefer hot over cold any day. So doing that was out of my comfort zone. But I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I didn't die. <laughs> you didn't die. You didn't die. And the last time we were in Peru, um, I went for a walk, and I had on uh, insect spray, and it was like it was these things. Oh my god, I got swarmed so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were just eating me alive, and and but if I hadn't stuck it through, I wouldn't have had the experience of being out there because most of the time we were on these trails and stuff, and it was pretty tourist friendly, you know, with the raised wooden things. So I kind of went off the trail and did a little exploring on my own, and I wouldn't have had that experience without the being able to tolerate the nature, you know? I'm just like, okay, right. it's with nature. Not knowing if there's going to be a jaguar ponson on me. I mean, not that I expect that. Or monkeys coming out the tree. I didn't know, you know, but I wanted to experience that. You're in the Amazon. Experience it, you know? Absolutely. Leaving room and, and for things to happen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if you're not good with chaos and if you're too orderly, you're not going to have it. You're not, and that's I'll say this over and over. But you know, I, I don't know what my life plan is, was when I came in, but I do know because I've had this my whole life that I wanted to feel like I had been here. And if you're going to live and be here, then you have to be uncomfortable. You have to have your heart broken. You have to struggle. I mean, that's just part of it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people see like fairy tales. And actually, fairy tales are, are an example of ordering chaos, too, because you start out, or the hero's adventure, usually these follow the same kind of thing. You start out, and everything's kind of chill, normal, something chaotic happens, you go on this adventure, and then eventually order is restored, and they have lived happily ever after. So, you know, I think people are looking for that happily ever after, and then that's the end, when there is no end. and. You know, you you get to one hurdle, whether it's getting married, marrying a prince, or whatever your goal is, getting married, graduating, what are the milestones, buying a house, going to Paris. There's life after that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, when am I going to be happy? I thought when I got this new car, I was going to be happy. Well, you were for a minute, and then you got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> your car breaks down, you got to fix it. And, yeah. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, there's no growth without chaos and, and you know, and tests. 
Like sometimes, I, I mean, that's kind of how I see them sometimes too. Is is testing where you're at, like who you are, and your beliefs and your skills, and and then sometimes I, I see them as messages from the universe of you're not in the right place right now. You know. True. True. Yeah, I think paying attention to signs is, we all need signposts, you know, and if you end up in a ditch and you're like, well, how did you get here? Well, how many signs did you pass saying, stop, (laughs) turn around, (laughs) slow down? (laughs) Yeah, chaos usually doesn't just pop out. You know, there's signs. If you look at the tsunami, the big one in, was it 2004? I don't remember when it was, but... um, None of the animals were surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, they, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So they're fine. Like that, yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to tell me, um, this was back, like, um, I can't remember what year. I was a kid when my mom was telling me this, and something happened in Korea that, um, it was some huge natural disaster that they dealt with. But they, like, saw it coming somehow by, um, I guess she t- I, I remember it as a bamboo, but I don't, remember, I don't think that's correct. But she said there was some kind of flower uh, or some kind of plant out there that just grows and grows and grows. It's all nature. And it only blooms before disasters. Oh. And everybody was talking about it blooming. Like, everybody saw the blooms on it. And, you know, this is like a maybe once in your lifetime kind of thing if, you know, if it happens at all, like nobody ever sees this happen. Some people didn't even know it bloomed, and everybody mm. saw the blooms. And then not too long after that, the natural disaster happened. Mm. And, I, and maybe it had something to do with rain, so that's why it bloomed. And I think maybe the natural disaster was rain, like some kind of flooding or something. Mhm. Yeah. So like, they're fine. That, like they were prepared. Like people knew that bad weather was coming, and so they actually were prepared for it. Mhm. And dreams. The dreams is another common one. Oh yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. So that's that's why I don't ever want to get too comfortable because I think when we become attached to that control and comfort, then we lose the ability to hear those signs and see those signs. And I'm not that good at it, so I'm not sitting here being like, "Yeah, God, God got this." <laughs> <laughs> Just follow me. <laughs> no, no, don't follow me. Right. (laughs) Well, it's been fun. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, We want you to join in on the conversation. If you want to do that, too, come to our Facebook group. And you can also see us on YouTube and Twitter. Um, We'd love to talk to you. So it doesn't have to be a one-way conversation. Um, There are many perspectives, not just ours, and we can all learn from each other if you raise your voice. So um, don't forget, too, if you'd like to donate, you can do that at buymeacoffee.com backslash Society. And I'm Laura Giles with Sherry Calvert for Society. See you next week. Bye.